Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Happy Friday, old school, 937 The Ticket. TheTicketFM.com, the Ticket FM app. You can check out the Sarter Heyman video stream, live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Get your chat on there if you so choose. You can call in to the Honda of Lincoln hotline or text in. To the Sarter Hammond text line, 402-464-5685. Hit me with a what's up, DP, and I'll get to you. We'll do that. We're waiting the phone call from Mr. Hall of Famer, 5644. <laughs> Champion. It's him. Don't run. Don't run. Just punch it in. It's, it's him. You know, Jay Foreman is on time. That's one, we, that's one thing we know. He, he, he is where he is, but he is on time. Let's bring in the Hall of Famer, Mr. Foreman, sir. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? We're good. We're good. Uh, we catch you at a good time. No, uh, I wouldn't say that. But uh, <laughs> you know, I'm time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't call it that, my brother. You are always well, on time. This, I'm gonna tell you this, though, man. I got a text. And they said, they, they said DP must be like the, uh, the African-American version of MacGyver, man. They say, you know, everybody. They say, you, you need to run for mayor. <laughs> no. So you, so you might as well, you and Fred, are, you, he's the mayor of Iowa, well, Iowa State. You're the mayor of uh, Lincoln. I, I'm the mayor, like, back in, uh, what's, uh, do the right thing? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sitting out front porch telling folks to mind their business? <laughs> that's, that's me. That's the mayor I'm going to be. That's the lane I'm gonna go in. So you know, but we need to get all the Huskers on, man. That's 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 what we're here for. We're trying to get that work in, man. Let folks be heard. Give them a voice. Um, you ready to uphold your greatness and 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 extend your incredible streak to three weeks? You ready for this? Oh yeah, I'm always ready. Okay, all right, all the right. First, the first the first game I'm gonna pick though. I'm gonna tell you this right now. Okay, off the schneid, and I'm gonna go out there on the limb, Detroit. Is gonna beat the Eagles. I, I can't. I won't even disagree with you. Detroit is gonna beat the Eagles, and it's not. And it it's gonna be. I wouldn't say it's a blowout because I don't think Detroit has the capability to do it. But it's gonna be uh, in hand soon. Okay. Or yeah. quickly. Okay. Okay. So let's let's load them up. Uh, Cincinnati heads to New York. Five and two Bengals face the one and five Jets. Oh no question, who they? Those are fighting Joe Burrow. They're they're starting to catch form or catch uh, fire. I'm really interested to see how well they play coming off of you know a big victory. See how they can back it up. And that'll let you know about the uh, maturity of the team. But uh, you know, the Jets are in uh, 
they're in, they're in uh, flux right now. You know, the coach was there talking about guys being motivated. He, you know, he, when, when a coach has to come out and say, you're playing, you know, a kid's sport and getting paid a king's ransom, and if you're not motivated by that, then you got problems. That lets you know that uh, some guys are already looking at U-Haul prices for the, uh, you know, week 17 or 18 uh, when they can go back to their home. And so uh, Cincinnati's going to come in and feast on them. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look good. Tennessee at five and two travels to Indy to face the three and four Colts. What you got? I like I like I like Tennessee because uh, I think their offense is starting to catch fire. I think Julio Jones is starting to get healthy or healthier. Um, Brown is starting to you know assert himself as you know one A, and even though Julio's there. Um, and then Derrick Henry, I think, is going to get back on track. Um, Indy's going to you know going to put up a good fight. But I just think Tennessee is playing too well right now, and they know if they get this game, um, you know, they can kind of cruise to the you know their division title and get, obviously get a home game in the playoffs. The six and one Rams travel to Houston to face the Texans. Uh, I got the Rams. Um, Houston, you know, the moves that they're making, and I was saying, you know, they got a big one that they're supposedly going to make with Deshaun Watson. You know, I know they had a team meeting down there. Um, but you know, that's going to be all for nothing. They don't have a, I know Tyrod Taylor might be back this week. Uh, but the Rams are, you know, again, they're, you know, this is a game that they have to win. Um, I just think Houston has a lack of talent and a lack of continuity, um, on both sides of the ball. And, uh, you know, it's a, they're going to jettison any player that they can get, you know, any, you know, any type of compensation for So, Everybody's looking at around to see who's going to be gone next, and when that happens, the last thing that these guys are worried about is how well they play. They're just trying to take care of themselves. So the Rams are going to come in there and handle them pretty easy. The three and three Pittsburgh Steelers travel to Cleveland and face the four and three Browns. Mayfield cleared to start. We don't know what that means for game time. What do you? What are your thoughts? Hmm. Oh man, I don't know. Um, you know. This is the this is probably the hardest one to pick because Mayfield's kind of you know coming back. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's defense will always keep them in it. You know, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh. Um, you know, I think it, you know Pittsburgh's gonna be motivated to a little get back from the playoffs. Their offense looks a little bit better. Um, and, you know, despite, you know, Melvin Ingram not working out as, as I thought he would, I, th- I still think the defense is going to be, uh, you know, pretty good. And plus, the, you know, they're they're looking to um, uphold the, the mental prowess that they have over the Browns or or have, or have had over the Browns. Um, so I think Pittsburgh's going to win. The 2-4 and four 49ers go to Chicago to face the 3-4 and four Bears. Hmm. Man, you know what? It, the Niners are just—they just look like—they—they they look like booty. They just garbage. Um, I wish I could pick this one, and it has to be an asterisk if uh, Khalil Mack plays or doesn't play. But I'm going to go with the Bears. They're at home. Uh, I think the defense will play well at home. The 49ers—they—they they just uh, their offense hasn't looked good. Um, but if Cleo Mack doesn't play, I would like—I would probably think the 49ers just because of you know Fields being a rookie and not have any weapons. So, oof, man, part of uh, that's a hard one. I'll lean and go with the 
I'm going to go with the home team with the Bears reluctantly. And, you know, if I win it, great. If I don't, you know, so be it. I understand. I understand. The three and four Carolina Panthers travel to Atlanta to face the three and three Falcons. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, with the Falcons. I think their offense, you know, with, with Pitts, that kind of hybrid or tight end, Matt Ryan, you know, quietly is is in my opinion, if I was down there, I would keep him around for a couple more years and not just be kind of like a stopgap so they can get back into the draft, which there's not any you know franchise worthy guys coming up at least this year's draft. Um, I like their offense better than I like Carolina's offense. Um, considering the way Carolina played last last week and then going on the road to Atlanta, I like Atlanta. Um, uh, but the game's going to be pretty close because Carolina's defense is pretty salty. In uh, the easiest pick of the day, the Buffalo Bills host the Miami Dolphins. Oh, you know, this is not even a question. It's not even a question. What's the spread? Like- the, only, the, only, uh, the only thing that, that I don't like is that, is that it's not like – 30 uh, at kickoff, 44 degrees, and then by halftime it's going to be 32 degrees. So it just could just drive it into those Dolphins and Jake, you know, just more, just that much more because it's going to be cold. So, um, you know, the Buffalo Bills are, you know, I think it's going to be closer. I don't think Buffalo covers because I think Miami's going to be playing to not getting, <laughs> excuse me, not getting embarrassed. And two has been, and the offense has been playing pretty decent. So, but I think Buffalo ends up winning this game. Buffalo is favored by two touchdowns. Is that enough? Uh, it's enough, but I don't think they cover. I think it's going to be, you know, like seven to nine points. Okay. So I guess uh, I don't know what they, what is that, the under? I don't know what it, I don't, I don't know the lingo. All I know is, is how I pick them and I produce. That's all I know. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Do you remember, you remember yeah. when Mike Tyson says, um, I don't know nothing, know nothing about nothing when he was about to fight uh, Frank uh, Boussois or whatever his name was? That's it. He's like, I'm about to kill that dude. That's all I do. You <laughs> know what all, I mean? That's all I know. That's all I'm talking about. The three and four Patriots travel to face the four and two Chargers. I'm going with the Chargers. I think the the Patriots are, you know, better than their record, I think, but they just don't have the offense, you know, um, to keep up with the Chargers. The Chargers have sputtered a little bit, but I think they see a little blood in the water. I think Kansas City's struggling. Um, the Raiders are on their heel, or on their heels, or maybe the Raiders are, are, you know, maybe have a leg up, and they're struggling. So this is a game that they have to win. They're at home, um, even though New England will be game, but I think the Chargers will win. This one's interesting to me, just because it's a short week. One and five, Jacksonville, travel to Seattle mm-hmm. to face the two and five Seahawks. Oh man, you know the the fighting Geno Smith up there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. He, you know, they didn't look too good. And Jacksonville, after a victory, you know, I, I think they got a pretty much a bye week. And I like the way Trevor Lawrence is playing. I like the way he's playing. I like I like him as a pro right now. Um, And so, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going to pick them based on um, how they've been playing, coming off a of victory. Um, and Seattle's offense is just not the same without Russell Wilson. It's amazing how much, how much, uh, lemonade he made out of, you know, with lemons. Yep. You, you know what? No, I'm going to backtrack that. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, you know, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Hold on. I, I just, you know what? I, that then I just, this, I had a vision of me 
breaking the huddle and looking at DK Metcalf. I'm I, I'm going with Seattle. Okay, I'm going because they got DK Metcalf and they got the uh, you know the other other good little receiver. They got Lockett. Uh, they got Lockett. They got they got they got yeah. Guys. They got Lockett. They got guys. So I think Geno Smith and I think Geno Smith's playing better than I'm giving credit for. Um, and that's a long trip from Jacksonville. So I'm going with Seattle. And I think Pete Carroll's going to have those guys ready. And let's be honest, they, you know, even though it was a, a little bit of uh, inclement weather, you know, they played the Saints pretty tough. And, and Seattle's Achilles heel has been their defense. And so the defense actually played pretty decent. So, um, and they got the ultimate eraser in Bobby Wagner, and he's one of my favorite guys to watch. Washington football team at two and five traveled to face the three and four Broncos. Mm, man. You know, back in the day, the Broncos used to be called the way too real Denver Broncos because of that offense. Um, I think Denver's going to win. Man, I would see the, see this. This is hard because we got to. I want to know with Von Miller where he's at. You know what I mean? Right. Denver and I and I like I like Teddy B. Water better than Heineke. I'm going with Denver. You know, okay. I'm going with Denver for the simple fact that Joey Porter got shot in the butt in Denver, and Joey Porter's my boy. So we're going to go with Denver. Why you telling that man's business? Leave that man's business. <laughs> it's been on the internet. Leave that man's business alone. Joey Porter ain't do nothing to you today. He ain't do nothing to you. Um, Tampa six and one traveled to New Orleans face the four and two Saints. Oh man, <clears throat> I'm going Tampa. It's gonna be. I mean, the Saints are gonna be tough at home. They got a defense that's always keeps them in the game. I know Jameis is gonna look for revenge, but I think Tampa, even though Antonio Brown's out, Gronk's still out, they still have weapons upon weapons. Uh, but they get Levante David back, so he matches up well with uh, Kamara, and then obviously Andrew Ingram plays. So, you know, supposedly, you know, they'll know Jameis's weaknesses and all that. But I think Sean Payton will call a good game. But I like, uh, I like Tampa. I like the way that they're doing. I really don't even think Tampa's hit their stride yet. Um, they're just playing, deep, you know, good good football for them. Uh, obviously, focus, and they got the ultimate lead in Tom Brady. Um, I just think that uh, New Orleans, without Thomas um, and the transition to Jameis, and their offensive line hasn't been uh, as stellar as years past in the run game. It's uh, a Sunday night game. The five and one Cowboys travel to Minneapolis to face the three and three Vikings on Sunday night. Reluctantly, I'm gonna not reluctantly. You know, I'm not. A, I, I don't like the Cowboys, but I'm, I'm gonna pick the Cowboys regardless if Dak plays or not. Um, I'm not a fan of Kirk Cousins. Uh, I'm a fan of his agent and, and all this other stuff. <laughs> I like Dallas. I like their offense. I like. Uh, I think they're getting Zeke going a little bit more, which is obviously. Um, you know, the best thing that, that uh, they could do. And I think their defense is better than, uh, you know, people really, you know, think. And I think they got digs out there. Obviously, you can match up with uh, Thielen. But I just like Dallas the way that they're doing, even though Mike McCarthy, um, game management skills are suspect at best. The only problem that's going to hurt Dallas is this. you you got an offensive coordinator that's interviewing for jobs across the, you know, the NFL so if he gets too pass happy, you know, within weeks, you know, you know, down the road, uh, it'll take them out of their 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 best game plan or out of their foundation they need to be. And uh, but I think they they handle the Vikings. Monday night, the two and five Giants travel to Kansas City. It's not even a question. That's not even a question. The only thing is, is how much are they going to date? I think this might be a double play. I call it the PlayStation. 
uh, game. When you get up, when you're up, when you're down 21 points by halftime, you got to push reset and start over. So it's just imagine, just a matter of can Kansas City cover the spread twice. I hope the Giants come out there and get some good barbecue, so forth and so on. Um, but this trip is going to be a straight up beatdown. I think the Chiefs are not in panic mode, but they know. Look, we can't keep riding on our Super Bowl from two years ago. People aren't just going to lay lay down for us. Uh, I think this might be a statement game for Patrick Mahomes and the offense. And then, then this is about the time that where the defense uh, starts to play well with Kansas City. You know, they kind of it seems like they try stuff at the beginning of the year, um, give up big yards, and then they you know kind of hone in on what they do well. So I think it's it's going to be a statement game for Kansas City Chiefs, and they get back rolling or at least get back rolling on Monday night. Your immediate thoughts on Green Bay versus Arizona last night. Ooh, well, um, it was an opportunity lost definitely by Arizona um, because going into the game, they had the advantage. You know, first of all, they're, they're at home. They're undefeated. You're coming into, a, you know, against a team that's injury depleted, especially on offense. And, uh, you know, their defense had been playing well. I know J.J. Watt is on injured reserve, but they had guys at all three levels, you know, that, that have been making plays. They had Phillips, that uh, Jordan Phillips that they picked up from Buffalo have been playing good in the interior. And they run kind of like a hybrid nickel defense anyway. Uh, four linebackers and stuff like that have been playing well. And, um, you know, it was a good game. I think Green Bay dominated the game, but then obviously, you know, that fourth and one hurt them. Uh, you know, obviously not getting in and didn't steal the game, but ultimately – uh, the, the best team won. Now, what was really concerning, if I was the head coach of the, the Cardinals, was is, is Green Bay came in and just beat us up physically as far as their offensive line, um, bludgeoning us in the run game. Whether it was Dylan or Jones, um, they were just running straight zone and just mano a mano and um, bringing it to them. And so, if I'm a Green Bay Packer fan, um, I know the tight end got hurt, uh, which which sucks, but they got the backup guy they got uh, is pretty good from Tennessee number or not Tennessee from Cincinnati, mm-hmm. uh, second year guy. He's pretty good. Once they get healthy, they, you know, for me, if I was a Packer fan, it would give me you know a little bit of uh, more confidence knowing that our defense is actually physical this year. Um, I think they learned from a couple years ago when San Francisco was running the ball literally up and down the field, uh, and they look physical. But then ultimately, Aaron Rodgers can take some guys that hadn't played, and none of those guys have played, and really, you know, score some points. And they left a lot of points out there, man. So, you know, look, it was a good game. It wasn't the epic game it was a couple years ago, but it still was a really good game. Um, and I think the better team won. But the Cardinals, you know, they're a good, they're a good team as well, and, and they're gonna they're they're gonna learn from it. Um, but concern the concern should be once Kyler, Kyler once that we we used to call it we, once you touch the QB. And you touch him the right way, his whole game changed. And you saw when uh, I think Rashad Gary got to him, he tweaked the wheel a little bit. His whole mindset and game was 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 off. And whatever happened that last play, um, I think that's what you get with that offense. It's kind of like a feast of famine. And um, you know we'll see where it goes. I think Arizona will be right there, and I think Green Bay is trending in the right direction. And and you know going you know going forward. And then you got Tampa. And you always have a surprise team in the NFC, so it's going to be interesting to see who comes out of there, you know, you know, down the stretch. But yeah, I, li- I like that game last night. What happened on the last play? Like, how how does that happen? Uh, um, 
you know, I think it was a lack of communication. Um, I think Kyle Murray was just out there. He panicked. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think he, you know, he's a great young player. You know, um, but you know, when you saw back in the national championship game or the you know final four when Alabama was hitting him, hey, right, it's a whole different ball game around that air raid against dudes that can't hold up. But when you're getting hit, you kind of see some things that you shouldn't. And I think uh, <laughs> it, it. I don't know why AJ Green was was blocking. That just doesn't seem right. Right. Um. But I don't think he was expecting the ball anyways, and. It just seemed like everything was rushed. Um, I think he was thinking one thing, that they were trying to catch Green Bay by surprise, and it was only fitting that the guy that the Cardinals cut a few weeks ago ended up stealing the game. Um, but, you know, look, it's a learning experience for him. It's a lack of experience in big games, you know, by Kyle Murray. He's a young quarterback, and um, you're facing one of the best of all time, Aaron Rodgers, and, you know, somehow, some way, the Green Bay has found ways to win. Thirteen. You know, seconds I'm waiting left. for Green. Yeah. I'm waiting for Green Bay. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm waiting for Green Bay to have that game offensively, where you're like, yeah, that's that's what I'm used to seeing, and I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, thirteen seconds left. I just thought if it's not there, just throw it away, reload, do, do it next play. Um, right, because you're going to overtime anyway. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, you chip shot field goal at at worst. Like, yeah, you want to win it, but my goodness gracious, it was just yeah. There were a lot of things. Let's jump into the Big Ten for tomorrow because there's some interesting games. Number six, Michigan travels to East Lane to, to face the number eight Spartans. Who you got? Oh, well, I'd like Michigan State to win because I'm a big uh, Mel Tucker fan and I hate Michigan, but I think Michigan's a little bit better team. I think their uh, offense is, is a little bit more explosive, and I think their defense is better than Michigan State's. Um, but in a rivalry game, you just never know. And I think Mel Tucker has shown you last year that, that he'll have his team ready to play, and they're playing at home. So, I'm, I'm going to pick Michigan, and I went, but I won't be surprised if Michigan State wins, and I'm hoping that they win, um, just because I like Mel Tucker and one of my old teammates, one of my good friends, Travis Tillman, is their defensive back coach. So, um, you know, I'm always pulling for him. Uh, you know, anytime he can do well. Number nine, Iowa travels to Wisconsin. Ooh, you got two teams that play the same way, two two really good defenses. Um, I'm going to pick Wisconsin for the simple fact they're playing at home. Iowa's offense, I said it all year, they they live and die with their, their defense scoring points. Now they got to play, you know, they got to play football. Um, and I haven't seen their offense be explosive, you know what I mean, or just be consistent. Their quarterback is holding them back, and the running game is not is not, is not, a, not dominant enough to kind of, you know, you know, turn out 30, 40 points. Uh, you know, on the other side, you got Wisconsin uh, trying to do the same thing, trying to manufacture, but I just like their quarterback a little bit better. So it's kind of a pick them. You know, I, I'm not impressed with Wisconsin this year, um, but, you know, they, they had a really good game, obviously, last week with Purdue, so I think they're starting to kind of catch their stride and get into, like, their, their home stretch Wisconsin mode. Rutgers travels to Illinois. Ooh. Yeah, right? Well, <laughs> well here it is. I mean, uh, Rutgers has is, is, is played well for them all year. They're well coached. Um, they're they're really, really good on special teams. They're going on the road. They actually play better on the road than they do home. Um, I just think Illinois, they, you know, they just kind of, you know, just like the Nebraska game, they did what they needed to do. Um, I don't think they'll be able to run the ball to the tune like they did against um, – uh, Penn State, I think Rutgers will just, you know, load the box. Jeez, 
Um, you know, it's I don't know. It's, this, this game is like what type of diarrhea are you like? You want the explosive <laughs> or you want the slow beating time? So slow beating time. I guess I'm gonna pick. Uh, I mean, they see. I hate picking these games because these go on my my resume. So I, I gotta think here. I'm gonna go with Rutgers just because of the quarterback issues with Illinois. I think that Rutgers in, in um, they'll, they'll load up the block box and try to stop it the run. Indiana travels to College Park, Maryland. Uh, I'm gonna pick Maryland. Indiana is just on the downhill. I think that beat down by Ohio State kind of took a lot out of them. Um, the quarterback play has obviously, you know, just. Penix Jr. and everybody being hurt. Um, and I like Maryland. I think they scored some points and they showed some stuff against Minnesota. And Indiana's not a real physical team, so it kind of plays right into them. And plus they're playing at home, which is not a home field advantage, <clears throat> but it's just a hard game to go and play. You know what I mean? Yep. It's almost like uh, we're, 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 we're going to bring you down to our level and not you guys won't be motivated because we actually have nobody in the stands at all. <laughs> so then therefore – Literally. You're you're not going to be excited. Yeah, literally nobody. Uh, Minnesota travels to Northwestern. Well, I'm Minnesota. You know, look, I'll give it. You know, I'll give a little uh, PJ Fleck, Mister Elite. You know, they're a better team than I thought. Um, the defense is. You know, I think the biggest thing that changed for them is two things. One, their defense is better than it was last year. They had some transfers come in, but I just think they're playing better. Um, and I think their offensive line is one of the best in the nation, let alone the Big Ten. And his ability to have running backs that just, uh, you know, third, third, fourth running back come in and run their plays and their quarterback is, is, uh, playing consistently. And they got, uh, the law firm, uh, Autumn Bell, that's pretty good. And the other receiver's pretty good. I like the way they're playing. Um, and I think they're extremely physical and big. And so I think that they're going to, they're going to beat Northwestern. The primetime game, ABC, number 20, Penn State at Ohio State, number five. Oh, Ohio State big. I think James Franklin is hired a new agent. He's he's got one one foot and uh out the door looking somewhere at USC or LSU and they can't score points. And Ohio State is rolling. Okay. They are rolling and that defense is getting better every week, so I'm picking Ohio State. Easiest pick of the day. What happens at Memorial? Uh I'm gonna pick uh, Nebraska. I think it's gonna be a hard game. I mean Purdue's defense is pretty good. Nebraska defense needs to bounce, bounce back and played up, played well for the last uh, two or three weeks. And so um, I think it's a good matchup for Nebraska. Uh, I think they're rested. I think they're refocused. And uh, I think Nebraska show well and win. How many outfits will Jay Foreman wear tomorrow while trying to well, hide I'm from camp? I'm not going to tell you, but I can tell you the over-under will be three. <laughs> We're still accepting pictures. We're still accepting pictures of Jay Foreman at the gate tomorrow. All right, brother, enjoy your day. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, enjoy. Ha- have a good Friday night. All right, man, I'm going to holler at you. Yeah, man, that's Jay Foreman, Husker Hall of Famer. You got your picks. Go make your money. Go make your money. We'll throw the break. More Old School when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and Jay. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. 
the Sleep Number 360 smart bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed plus special financing ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.